It's scheduled release Monday here in the NBA, but before we get to today's episode, breaking down the 2019-20 Washington Wizards schedule, we want to remind you that this podcast is powered by BioFreeze, the official topical reliever of the Washington Wizards. BioFreeze offers fast-acting, long-lasting, powerful pain relief to help you feel no limits. BioFreeze can be found at your local retailer as well as online. And welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Zach Rosen here with Jacob Raymond, Chris Gehring from WashingtonWizards.com. Today is schedule release day here in the NBA. Uh, We got our first look at the Wizards 2019-20 schedule, so we're going to break that down for you. Go through some key dates. Um, It's always an exciting day for us and, you know, everyone who works here, works the games all over the league to see what our lives are going to be like for the next year. Uh, so, guys, what uh, stuck out to you? Obviously, here the Wizards are starting out on the road. Um, as many probably know, that's you know due to the availability of Capital One Arena. There's always a horse show here at the same time of year uh, in October. So the Wizards will be starting with three on the road, uh, and the home opener is against the Rockets, which is awesome, on October 30th. Um, but what stood out to you guys uh, when you first took a look at the final schedule release? My first thought is, could it start any more difficult? I mean, the first four games are just a bear. I mean, you know, obviously, like, we don't know what, I mean, we don't know what Dallas and Oklahoma City are going to look like this year, but to have to go there um, on that Western, on that Midwest, South Texas, Oklahoma swing to start, um, uh, to start the season is really tough. And then obviously hosting Houston (laughs) for your home opener, while very exciting and will be awesome to have, you know, James and Russ in here on opening night, you know, is obviously going to be one of the better teams in the league. And so the schedule starts very, very difficult. And um, um, and it's going to be really interesting to have, see how this team responds early. We're going to get thrown right into the fire, and it's going to be exciting. Zach, are you ready for uh, uh, starting this, going to Dallas to start the year, seeing nice maybe Porzingis' Perzi- first game in a Mavs uniform that day? Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> on paper, like, these opponents <clears throat> may not be as good as they've been in the past but I think the Wizards have won maybe one or two combined games in these cities the last 10 years. It has yeah. not been where we've done well. When and, we've been but good, everybody when we've been plays bad there. Right. So it's it's just hard to play there. Of course, last year the Wizards won in OKC. It was probably the, one of the best wins of the year. It was a great game. But that environment is really tough. San Antonio, I mean, I, I think we still haven't won there since 99 or something like Correct. that. Correct. It's yep. been a long time. And Dallas is a tough environment. They're going to be fired up with Porzingis. But I guess like is for, he is he ready to go? That's the thing I'm going to say. I don't know if he's ready to play. Uh, we won't really know much until September, October about some of these guys who've been hurt um, and missed last season. That'll so, be that'll be their opening night too, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. Because the the first day of the season is the 22nd. Uh, we don't have the other teams' schedules handy right now, but I would assume that is their home opener, their first. So game. if that is if that is their home opener with Porzingis' first game in the lineup, it could be on electric atmosphere there a lot of fun to be a part of but obviously gonna be tough to go in and get a win definitely the other thing that i noted too is like as we've talked about this offseason this the schedule moving back a week we knew that it would affect the schedule somewhat somewhat like this because of the horse show in washington um so we knew that the wizards would start on the road this is a tough one to start with having your home opener not until october 30th um, is a is a hard way to start the year, but just a like a logistical note there, I guess, is that the schedule does start a little bit later this year, and and so it it unfortunately gets the Wizards off on a tough start. They do also notably have one of a f- 
few three-day breaks right after that start, um, which is interesting. There are a few more three-day breaks throughout the schedule this season, I think, than last. And um, I think they've kind of emphasized that, emphasized rest throughout the schedule as we as they've continued to develop and, and figure out what's best for players and teams and stuff like that. The other thing that, of course, caught my eye was where I'd be spending the holidays this year. <laughs> That's right. So Thanksgiving in L.A., and not so bad. Not so bad. It could be worse. It really could be. Don't tell my mom that, but it could be a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. She's not very thrilled about this. Um, but that West Coast trip uh, is is going to be tough. Denver, Phoenix, and then both the Lakers and the Clippers Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. which, you know, everybody goes home. Those games are going to be – I mean, even if we were playing there in you know February, they'd be crazy, but they are going to be insane with the crowds there. Um then over Christmas, actually almost the exact same schedule as last year, we also played on the road the 23rd and then went to Detroit on the 26th. Not really a Christmas break there. Maybe we'll stay over in New York and leave on Christmas Day. You know, there's there's going to be, uh, you know, some creativity with the schedules. Chris mentioned some three-day breaks, some weird road back-to-backs. One thing I do like is very minimal one-game road trips. Yes. Those are always annoying, um, especially off back-to-backs. Um, but here's some more facts on the Wizards' schedule. There are 13 back-to-back games, down from 15 last year. Another thing the league is emphasizing to diminish. Uh, the longest road trips are both... Are Sorry, on the back-to-back thing, the crazy thing about that is that only one of the back-to-backs this season is do are both of them both at home. At home. Yep. Yeah. And that's January 3rd and 4th both against, against Portland Coast. and Denver. Yeah, West Coast teams. Not going to be the easiest back-to-back in the world. Well, but they'll be on West Coast tri- or East Coast trips themselves, so you never really know how that's going to work well, out for them. Portland's pretty much sends their season on trips, so yeah. I believe that they'll be uh, once again traveling the most in the league this year, I yeah. assume. Well, and that's the other part about being an East Coast team. Like the Wizards, we were talking about, the, the Wizards' miles traveled is – is one of the lowest in the league, and I think that's why they're able to do all these home road back-to-backs is because they're in, they're either in the same time zone or a really close flight to a lot of them. And so unfortunately for us, um, we get a lot of those because you can easily get up and down the East Coast. You can get to Chicago, Cleveland, Detroit. All those things are relatively close in terms of how you can fly. So the Wizards get stuck with a lot of those. Um, but it'll just be, you know, a lot of them are like home and then go to Philly, home and then go to New York. Um, so... It's just kind of the way it is, and I think the Wizards are used to that. I think we were talking. I didn't really realize, but the, this, uh, the Wizards' schedule was similar last year in this sense, with a lot of those home road back-to-backs being um, close to home. So Sorry, yeah. the road trips, there's not like one really long one, which I think is good, um, but it does require more travel. I think there's four different times the Wizards have four-game road trips. But two of those times, they might come back. I mentioned that Christmas game. There's another stretch in January where there's two days off in between Cleveland and Atlanta. You know, they might come back here um, in between the games or stay on. You know, it's hard to know. I can't imagine they'll stay over in Cleveland too long. I mean, Atlanta's not a bad place to be in January, but still, if you have the opportunity to come home, you might. Uh, The longest homestand, this is the longest since I've been here. There are two six-game homestands. The one at the beginning, the end of December and the beginning of January is a bear. That one's long. So the Wizards will be home basically from December 27th until January 7th when they leave for Orlando. That's a long stretch at home. And then February, another six-gamer. It starts January 30th. But uh, then there's the All-Star break. So for the most part, the Wizards only have three road games in February. Um, which is a change. Usually they're on I, the road in That's February. what I was going to say. Was I think yep. last year we only had three home games in February. Yep. Yeah, so that was interesting. Um, 
I also notice March 12th through 15th must be in some kind of NCAA conference tournament or some sort because it's a very strange stretch of games. We don't host anything this year. Well, then maybe we just got a little break in the schedule there. Um, but then a few other facts. Total distance you mentioned is a little under 40,000 at 39,895 miles. And then there are 20 weekend home games, which is always a priority uh, you know, to play at home as much as you can on the weekend, get the great crowds. Uh, you'll notice as well on Saturday nights, the Wizards will be now playing at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, kind of let those crowds build a little bit, uh, make it more of a, an event. I personally Saturdays. like it. Now that I'm too yeah. old and lazy to go out on Saturday nights, I'd rather play an hour later. Only Saturday nights? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> every night, but you know. <laughs> that was another thing I noticed, though, around the league. There's so many different start times this year. It's kind of turning into how baseball does it. It's like there's no automated 7 o'clock start local right. time. A lot of 8, 7, 7.30. Um, so keeping track of those times can be very confusing when you're going time zone to time zone. I have to say, I, I have to say, I think my my biggest personal complaint with the schedule is four consecutive Sunday games in the middle of the NFL season. Tough. That's that's probably During my day. Yeah, that's probably my only complaint. Well, the good thing I will say is they're all at night. Yeah, I so. mean, it's still like I mean, it still means you have to. Well, for the road games, I won't have to get up off my couch. You will. Well, the, well but. yeah, but the the game in L.A. on Sunday, December first, will be at ten thirty Eastern time. So. For example, there. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. I mean, it's not ideal, but you know, we we have multiple uh, devices to watch right. games. I'm, I'm, I'm it's, it's it's a very loose. If you see touchdown David Johnson coming from the Wizards account, you know who sent it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, wait, who are you accusing of that? Uh, you know who I'm accusing of that. Just in case you're watching a Cardinals game, not that you send a lot of tweets, but you know, just in case. Oh, you're accusing me yeah, of sending yeah, the tweets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm not. Let's be real. I don't want any piece of David Johnson this year. <laughs> yeah. Although I kind of like Cliff Kingsbury's air raid offense. This is probably a conversation for a different podcast. Yeah, <laughs> fantasy football. Uh, the beat will yeah, go we'll on with another podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, so any other things stick out? I mean, I think one of uh, one of my pet peeves is when you travel three hours on a back to back, aka mm-hmm. going from Houston to Charlotte in April. I mean. It's the end of the year. I think a lot of people will be checked out at that point of being, you know, caring about that kind of thing where you're like, oh, we really have to go this far. Like, it just is what it is. And at least that trip ends in New Orleans, which is a great place to be. Not playing New Orleans until April was super interesting, that, too. That bugged me because yeah. if um, uh, cause if New Orleans is out of the playoff picture at that point, good chance that we could not see Zion this year. Yeah. Right. Um, um, also, I mean, if, you know, if – you know, obviously, people have you know will spend a lot of time discussing the upcoming Wizards season. But if we if we were in the playoff picture come April and we were battling for a playoff spot, that April schedule is awful. It's very and hard, it's yeah. really really hard. Yeah, yeah. There's some I know in uh, in March the road schedule is really difficult. Um, so that's that's just kind of how the NBA is this year, though. I think it's a very balanced. Uh, parody. I have to say, you look. I mean, like obviously, you know, the the pundits are not suggesting that we are going to be one of the better teams in the league right now. But I think that you you look at the schedule, and I just don't see like as many like super easy games on it. I just right. think that like the the quality of the, I I'm, and maybe it's just the fact that we're not being thought of as one of the better teams or whatever. But I I do just see like you know. Uh, a team like, you know, Orlando that in the past we would have looked on the schedule and checked win. That's that's a solid team right now. And so I mean I think that like it's just the 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 level of the these the level of 
I, I don't. You guys know. I don't know. I exactly know what I'm saying. Well, here, the distribution honestly. of talent in the NBA this season, though. <laughs> Thank I, you. That's the word I was looking be, for. Distribution of talent. It's going to be, I think, much more even than it's been since. I mean, in the last five years at least. Um, you look at a team like, I mean, really any team that in the past has struggled. You know, obviously Brooklyn has star power now. Memphis, um, they're young, but they have a ton of talent. Jaron Jackson, John Morant. Um, I'm trying to think of other teams that in the past Wizards Chicago, fans Atlanta. At Chicago, Atlanta. Atlanta is going to be really um, good, I think. They all have guys. Atlanta have, Atlanta, and Chicago have guys that are coming into their second year who are big-time rookies. Um, Pistons were a playoff team yeah. last year. So there's a. it's just going to be, I think on in both conferences, I think it's going to be a really entertaining year. And really on any given night, you're going to have a lot of good games. You're going to have a lot of competitive games that maybe in the past there's just some nights where you know that they're – you, you know that they are not going to be competitive. There's a, there was an, a more of an imbalance, and I, I don't think that that's here this year. And it's going to make for on every night in the NBA with the Wizards included or not, it's going to be um, it's going to be a battle. Every game is going to be a battle, which is going to be um, it's going to make it hard on this Wizards team that's kind of trying to build with a lot of young guys and um, a long year. So I think on the flip side of that too, is it creates more winnable possibilities for sure. So. Uh, some of these games, you know, the way we're saying, <laughs> going to Dallas or going to OKC, San Antonio, they're going to be tough games on paper. But maybe the talent distribution, that's the redistribution that's occurred. You know, OKC's missing their two All Stars now. Yep. They're just a young team, but still having Chris Paul, Daniel Gallinari, Stephen Adams, like there, no one can take them lightly. So, and they have Shea Gilgis Alexander and all that. Shea so, is really good. Yeah. So, I think overall, you know, this schedule is. It, it's going to be tough with a lot of these road trips. There are a lot of like three game road trips or more. Um, but the, the homestands are great opportunities. Um, kind of like one of those baseball teams have 10 game homestands to get on a run. Yep. Um, so, and, and I don't, you know, some of the tough stretches I don't see, I guess I haven't like looked too deep in it, but I haven't noticed times where I'm like, wow, like this could be a 10 game losing streak. You know, yep. I think it's going to be a much more competitive season. Um, all around the league, and you know, it's everyone starts zero and zero. So I look at the schedule, and my number one thought is that I get really sleepy. Like I, I look at the schedule, I'm like, oh man, I'm tired already. <laughs> you say, yeah. It, I think we do, we definitely say it every year that you know you look at the schedule when it first comes out, and it's like this is it's this is my life. Terrifying. For six but then you um, but then you blink, and it's March yeah, 10th. You get into it, and it and it flies. There's no question about it. But yeah, there's. The only the only really tough stretch on the floor that I think we can identify right now is like you guys said it's it's in April that West Coast trip in February uh, February beginning of March Utah Golden State Sacramento Portland that's very tough beginning of January is really tough too Sacramento beginning of January be, is really tough too yeah Sacramento is going to be a really good team and that, you know they used to be one of those teams when you when, you, when we just talked about when yeah. you look at a schedule when you how you split up those two big West Coast trips that the Wizards always have. You look at like Sacramento and Phoenix as some of those games where maybe you can snag a win out there in a not as in a not as great environment, younger team. Uh, that's not going to be the case for either of those teams this year, I don't think. So Phoenix yeah. is going to be on second end of a back to back with yeah. Denver being the first leg, which is obviously yep. one of the toughest places to go play in the league. Uh, yeah, and then All Star, of course, this year is in Chicago. Um, 
the weekend of February 13th to 16th, and then we go back to Chicago the 23rd, which is kind of what happened with Charlotte last year, which is just <laughs> always annoying. Although I love going to Chicago, so Chicago's whatever. a great city, yeah. uh, even in February. Yeah, you know, I yeah. might. That's a one-game road trip on a Saturday night. I might pull rank on that yeah, one. Tag along. Might as well. Uh, but yeah, I think we've covered it. I know we mentioned before we started podcasting last year, we really dove into this a little too much and we're just going to keep it a little (laughs) shorter this year. Um, You can check out the schedule. We've got everything you need on washingwizards.com at washwizards on Instagram, Twitter, uh, the Wizards Facebook page. You know, you can go wherever you really need to see it. We've got it for you. Um, But yeah, coming up the rest of the summer, guys, uh, I don't know if you'll hear from us much. Uh, There could be some things in the works, but I think the most exciting thing coming up is the FIBA World Cup. Yeah, can we talk? Oh, sorry, can we talk? Just, I mean, obviously, none of us watched the game. It was a friendly at 4 a.m. <laughs> um, yep. between New Zealand and uh, Japan. But Rui going for 35 certainly gets the uh, gets, gets, the, you gets you excited. Yeah, yeah very excited. And if I you mean, watch the highlights too, uh, he like scored from everywhere. Hit he both only, of his threes. Yeah, I mean, he's looking good. I he looked uh, a little like slimmer too in a way. I don't know. I mean, we haven't seen him in like a month, so who knows how his body's been? He's been in Japan for a while now, so. It's it's got to be good for him to be over there though after the whirlwind of the draft. For sure. Saw saw Justin Robinson at the Mystics game. Yeah, last week that was it was good to uh, see him there. Bertans was here last week. He'll be back in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll hope we'll get hopefully get him on the podcast yeah. when he returns. Uh, Troy Brown had his camp over the weekend. John Wall had his backpack giveaways. Um, just Admiral was at the um, the rookie rookie shoot. photo shoot, which obviously we missed due to his um, commitment yeah. to the Japanese <laughs> national team. Makes yep. sense now. Yep. yep. Um, and uh, we know we're waiting to see if Bonga and Mo Wagner will be on the German national team as well. Um, obviously, Rui will be on Japan. Um, so Rui is Japan. Yeah, let's I be mean, real. <laughs> geez, he he might be one of the best players in this World Cup tournament. Honestly, I mean, you he, look at it. Yeah, so it's a lot, really a lot going on. Uh, but yeah, the World Cup will start. I believe it's uh, August thirty first and go until September fifteenth. So that'll be something to watch. Um, and, you know, training camp is right around the corner, guys. Once we get this, our next big thing is getting ready for training camp on our end, besides many other things that go on. But big projects, that's coming up in about a month and a half. So uh, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Uh, make sure to rate us five stars on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Podcast One. I think we're on all of them. I forget. Oh, Spotify. That's Spotify a new one. Spotify now, yeah, too. Yep. But, yeah, we'll talk to you soon.